Welcome to Taoism Unveiled, the podcast that explores the diverse tapestry of human spirituality and the wisdom found in Taoism. I'm your host, C.D. Domitio, and today we have a fascinating guest joining us on this exploration, my friend Greg. Before we dive in, let's start with the basics. A Baoji is a teacher who teaches you something that makes your life better in a spiritual sense. Rocks is a practice that makes your life better in a spiritual sense. Talks is a practice that makes your life worse in a spiritual sense. I always like to mention those things first. Greg, how are you today? I'm doing great, CD. Can you share a bit about your background and maybe tell us a little bit about your own spirituality or your faith? No, certainly. Uh, happy to. I, I don't consider myself a particularly spiritual person, but I do believe that everyone is on a spiritual journey, whether they acknowledge it or not. And spirituality is an aspect of all of our lives. I'm Jewish. That's an ethnicity and also a, a faith tradition, which I practice. And there are a variety of streams of Judaism. I identify most with probably the conservative or egalitarian stream. But Judaism is, is a lot more flexible in, 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 in its divisions than some other, like Christianity, for, from what I understand. So that's that's really where I'm coming from. Who would your spiritual authorities be or your spiritual teachers or the, the Baoji that you have learned important lessons about life and this world from? Everyone. Everyone I've ever met has influenced my journey in, in some way or another. All of the authors I've ever read, various characters in books that I've read. It, there's, there's so much source of spirituality in the world and it comes from other people and it comes from nature and it comes from within and it comes from without. So so it's it's re, it's it's really I ha would have to say it's everywhere and it's hard to nail down specific individuals. I consider you to be a Baoji of mine if 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 that's if that's a proper use of the term because um yeah, yeah thank because, you. because seeing seeing how how you're systematizing your 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 spirituality and and universalizing it and 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 allowing other people to explore it with you is part of the inspiration that, I, that I'm feeling at the moment in, in my own journey. So I wanted to thank you for that. Thank you so much. I'm actually, I think, blushing. I really appreciate you saying that. You're an author. You've written a number of books, and you've also had a big focus in mythology. And so I wonder if maybe one of your Baoji might be a mythological figure or somebody who's really explored mythology. Is that someplace where you've found inspiration in your own journey? I, I definitely uh, vibed with Homer, the Homeric tradition. And and by by the Homeric tradition, the, the current scholarly belief is that there were was a school of storytellers who carried on a tradition in the ancient world of telling this epic tale. Some of which we still have. The Iliad and the Odyssey are are part of an epic cycle that most of which is lost to us. But but Homer Homer being an actual historical person is is part of the myth of Homer. And there's a mythology around Homer, whereas probably the reality is that there were many Homers over centuries of time who learned from each other and, and learned the craft of telling this story 
to various audiences around the Aegean. Oh, that's fascinating. I've never heard that. So the idea is that maybe the stories, the Iliad, the Odyssey, and others were original stories that came from someone named Homer. And then these stories were told by other storytellers and enhanced or maybe even invented in the style of Homer later on. Is that right? These these are stories that developed over time and, and probably had deeper roots within within Proto-Indo-European traditions, um, possibly. We, we can see cognates of them in Indian uh, mythology in, in the Mahabharata. Uh, we could see echoes of it in Celtic mythology, um, and and probably originally that that all came from just people sitting around campfires telling stories, and then eventually spreading out across Europe and 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 into uh, South South Asia, and taking those stories with them and developing them for the, for their own communities. Wow. That is super fascinating. You remind me with sitting around the fire, one of my favorite quotes, and I don't know who originally said it. I think it's Native American. It's not that the storyteller tells the story, but that the story finds the storyteller. I like but, that. Um, I, I like thinking about the story being something that lives and breathes and, and grows and evolves on its own and then finds a route for its telling. Yeah, kind of fascinating because, I mean, you and I are both storytellers. I've felt that way about stories in the past, that more I was found by a story and then the story used me as a vehicle to tell it rather than the other way around. Taoism might be a good example of that as well. As a storyteller, that resonates with me and everything that you just said resonates with me. What I would love to hear is I'm familiar with Homer. I've read The Odyssey. One of my favorite movies is based on The Odyssey. And I know there's the Minotaur and the Medusa and all this stuff, but is there a spiritual significance to these stories, uh, you know, actually there was in in the in the uh, in the classical Greek world, there was this belief that there was an age of heroes. There, there were there were there were many ages of mankind, and there was some period that was greater than the present age, and and the gods conspired to get all the heroes to war with each other to 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 knock them down a peg. And, and historically, that that kind of coincides with the Bronze Age collapse. That, that took down civilizations around the Mediterranean around 1200 BC. So echoes of, of real history might be reenacted within this within this war story. Fascinating. What are some of the spiritual lessons that resonate in Homeric tales, things that people might be able to put into their lives and make their lives better today? Do things like that exist? <laughs> it's, you know, there's, there's a lot of like little stories within the epic cycle, um, there, there are there are characters who who uh, the the famous clash between Agamemnon and Achilles, um, both of them being very stubborn, um, being being a clash between the leadership and the 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 workmen, the the you know Achilles just being the one to go out and fight the battles, whereas Agamemnon would be the leader who would sit back in the tent and come up with the strategy. I, I think we see a lot of that in 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 class struggles. To this day in our culture, um, and and there's there's continuing conflict, and and there's there's continuing contemplation on on you know how how that applies and where we can get meaning to explain our place in in society and in the world through these stories. That is definitely one of the hardest things as a human to come to understand is what is our place? Where do we belong in this lineage? What is your core faith, Judaism? What does that say about where we are in the universe and how do we fit in? Is there something unified that Judaism has to say about that? I think I think Judaism like like all religions is a set of traditions that that provide us 
with with a with a comfortable structure uh, for community and for for family um, and and finding a place uh, a mean, meaning for our lives in that way and then the comfort of having a connection with the supernatural having having god who has has a purpose for us and for the world and just 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 the knowledge that the universe is not just random having having that structure to build on but but i think we still need to have our own individual spiritual journeys within that structure. Yeah, I agree. We all have to find our own path. I had a Sufi teacher, and, and he liked to say that there's many buses, but they're all going to the same station. I always enjoyed that, <laughs> enjoyed that metaphor. When you look at Judaism, so I know that there's in Christianity, you know, like Jesus is off, and I'll put this in writer terms, Jesus is like the hero of the Bible, and the apostles are like the supporting characters. In Judaism, who's the hero of Judaism, and who are the supporting characters, and why are they important? in terms of what we can learn from them. And I know you're not, I don't think that you're a scholar of Judaism, but as a person who practices or was raised in that faith, can you shed some light on that for us? I mean, I mean, the hero of Judaism is God. The, the Jewish Bible starts with God creating the world and six days of creation and a day of rest. Uh, and then we get into human history and various, you know, various chapters have you know, there's Noah and there's Adam and Eve and there's Abraham and those generations. Uh, and then there's Moses. And Moses is is the great teacher because he was the one who received the Torah, God's instruction on Mount Sinai in the desert. So if you're looking for a singular hero, human hero, it's probably either going to be Abraham or, or Moses. Okay. But the but the, the the thing that Moses did was he got too full of himself and, and uh credited himself with some of the miracles that really were coming from God. And so he was not allowed to enter the promised land. That was his, oh, his punishment. I didn't know that. So Moses was like, I did these things. And God was like, no, you didn't. So you don't get to come to, you know, the, the better world. Exactly what it is. And, and that's, that's, that's really the, the ultimate lesson of Moses. Don't, don't get too full of yourself because really you are channeling the divine. You are not you are not the divine yourself. So he was allowed to stand up on the on you know at the at the border of the promised land, look into the promised land, see it, and then you know know that 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 the people he guided would be going there. But he himself, his life ended then. And yeah, that's 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 really that's really the lesson of of that's that's his lesson. Wow, and at least that's what I take from it. I think I think other people take take various various lessons. I feel like that's a super important lesson. Moses is a Baoji then, but not necessarily a super positive figure because he made some big mistakes. Well, he's he's a Baoji, and and you know if if he could make a mistake and be called accountable, anyone can because you know he's he 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 is in Judaism at least the ultimate Baoji because he received the law and he brought the tablets down from the mountain and he scolded the people when they were worshiping idols and you know he he performed the the, the miracles that convinced pharaoh to, to let the people go and you know it, it's and then even even that was not enough for 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 him to be able to put himself forward as this great you know this this greatest of great prophets who, who greatness comes from him um, so, so the, yeah, really, really, um, he's he's built up as 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 a as a lesson for 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 the lesser Baojis, I would in in the uh, in the Baoism 
terminology. I love this. This is the reason why this podcast exists. That's such a powerful lesson. So Abraham was another one that you mentioned as an important Baoji in the Jewish Bible. What about the lessons of Abraham? What was his major teaching? Abraham was um, famous for his hospitality. Um, he, he was he was very open to people. He had a tent out in the desert that had openings in all four directions so that he could welcome people coming from everywhere. He is the patriarch of the Jewish people and also the Arab people. He is he's considered the first uh, Jew. And my reading of, of Abraham is, you know, some some sometimes he comes off as very heroic and very selfless. He can he can advocate on behalf of, for example, the, the, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. He he advocated for not destroying Sodom and Gomorrah when 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 God shared his plans out of out of you know the, the compassion that he might feel for a very small number of good people who might be living among the multitude of according to the Bible horrible people who live there and 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 God you know listened to him and and allowed him to put forth some some effort to try to find those people. Uh, perhaps knowing that he wouldn't find them, but but he he seemed to have like a sort of a special relationship with God. Um, God would ask him impossible favors. He would say, "Sacrifice your firstborn son," and he would he would he would do it without question. It's this there's, there's a the, the story this there's, there's you know a lot there to 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 parse and to analyze. Let's take a step then. In Taoism, we talk about rocks, which are positive actions, and talks, which are negative actions. In Judaism, are there any particular like I guess we can start with the negative actions. Are there any particular negative actions that people should shouldn't take, or that Judaism says these are bad for you? Do not do this. Well, don't eat don't eat pork and don't eat cheeseburgers. I guess um, that's uh, there's 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 you know there there there's 613 commandments. Wow, and and 300 and, and I think 365 or 604 of them. Most of them are are positive things. Or you should do these things. Okay, and then some some smaller numbers, some two two hundred and something of them are <laughs> negative. Or you should not do these things. So there's there's more rocks than talks. Okay, I, I just I um, want to confirm though. You said capers, right? No, I didn't say capers. I oh, okay. Said, I thought you said uh, don't eat pork and don't eat capers. I was like, how am I supposed to have my favorite bagel without capers on it? <laughs> no, 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 capers, capers are good. You need capers. Uh, okay, no, I said cheeseburgers. Don't don't eat cheeseburgers. Oh, okay. Um, don't, I, I didn't, don't mix I didn't the, even know they had those back milk then. Milk and the meat. <sighs> well, they they mixed they mixed they had milk and they had meat and. The idea was that um, it was it was cruel it was it was cruelty to animals to to you know basically to, to to kill to kill a calf and then to cook it in its in its own mother's milk even though you know you you, you might drink the milk you might eat the calf but to to do that together was really was really cruel <laughs> to the animals it's too far just, just yeah. spiritual it's it's you know it's it's not and and if you're taking it in as as sustenance you're taking it in as food. Um, you don't want cruelty-based food. Food. The the you know the 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 tradition is not to be vegetarian, but for some people that's an extension of the spirit behind uh, kashrut, which is the, the laws of keeping kosher, uh, because they are they are considered to be morally based. So kosher, there's like there's an innate kindness or sort of like I guess maybe anti-cruelty to like the the slaughter to keep meat kosher. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's anti there's, there's anti cruelty uh, in the way that the animals are slaughtered. 
cause them less pain uh, and to to um, not consume the blood of the animals and to to have uh, a rabbi pray over the animals and thank God for providing the animals. So there's there's definitely a a, a moral component to dietary restrictions. Okay, so out of these like 200, 200 and some talks that is it the Torah that says this or is it actually in the Bible or is that the it, same? They're it's the same. Um they're 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 picked out from different parts of the Jewish Bible, which is the Torah. Um okay. that that you know the way the way that different verses are interpreted provide uh, the basis for 613 commandments. Is the Talmud the first part of the of the uh, Torah? The, the Talmud the Talmud is commentary okay. on the Torah. Uh, so you have you have basically you have the source material, and then you have the, the rabbi's commentary, and then you have commentary on that. So it's there there are layers of comment um, called commentary fascinating okay so from the talks the 200 or so negative are there any that you particularly think are important that people should avoid just to have a happier life regardless of of faith <laughs> or or particular club or whatever are there any of those that you think are like yeah these ones um that's it's funny that that you know the um the main the main 10 commandments that we think of as the 10 commandments are are the big ones okay um and you know the honor your your parents and observe the Sabbath. And I, I don't I don't particularly always you know strictly observe the Sabbath, but um, it's you know important to have a day of rest to to break up the week uh, and to to devote it to for 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 me it's important to devote it to family. Um, so yeah, I think I think taking take you know universalizing that into something might be, you know, just put aside time to spend with the people you care about. Solid. That's solid. But wait a minute. That's positive. What about the negative ones? <laughs> like don't eat a cheeseburger. <laughs> the, one, the cheeseburger one? Uh, yeah. Be, be, don't be cruel. Um, don't be cruel to even even the smallest creatures, even, even the ones that are relying on for food. Let's move into the rocks then, uh, some positive actions. So take some rest and set some time aside, especially for family and, and maybe to, to honor God might, or whatever your conception of God might be. Uh, what about some other rocks, some other of the 400 and some positive that Judaism puts out there? What, what are some of the positive ones that, that you personally think people might benefit from hearing? Well, there's, there's a concept in, uh, in Judaism called uh, tikkun olam, which means repairing the world. And it's it's a recognition that the, the world is not perfect. There's there's a gap between what it is and what it should be. And part of our purpose, part of the reason why we're here is to narrow that gap in, in any little ways that we can or, or, or larger ways that we can. So um, the, the rocks is is anything you can do to repair the world, to repair the breaks and, and damage and uh, deficiencies that you see all around you in the world. Love that. Every step towards a better world is a step towards a better world, no matter how small. Even, even the, the things that you, you might look at and say, well, I'm, I'm not responsible for that. I didn't cause that problem. You're still morally responsible for putting something toward repairing. Yeah, I feel like that's super important. Having a better world, we'd all like to see it. I think all of us would like to see it. Maybe there's someone out there that just wants the worst world possible, but I think that poor person probably needs more love than all the rest of us combined. We had a question last week that came up. Quanta was on, and she said, I think it would be interesting if you asked people 
if they envisioned a world religion, something that promoted harmony, inclusivity, and joy, what elements do they think it would include? So so you'll be the first one that I'm asking this question that she's put out there. <laughs> Actually, I asked her, but what do you think a world religion that, that was good for everyone might look like? I think, I think religion should be highly personalized. I don't think that I would want to see a, a single monolithic religion one size fits all for everyone. I, I don't. I don't think that would be a good idea. Well, I'm. I'm with you. I mean, and I think that's the idea of Taoism is that everybody should bring their own teachers and bring their own lessons and be able to sort of pick and choose based on their own situation. But I think that overall, we're on the same page with that. Yeah, and that's that's great. It's great to have uh, a framework like that. We focused a lot on Judaism and a little bit on mythology, but I wonder just personally, in your personal Baoism, this is your chance to be a Baoji to the world, really. Everyone that ever hears this, what are some things that you think might help people to lead a happier life, to find a little bit more harmony in their life? You know, that, that's that goes back to my not, my not thinking of myself as a particularly spiritual person and when when I when I say that I I kind of I kind of think it reminds me of what Socrates would say that 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 he knows absolutely nothing about anything. I, I think just the recognition that what we know is such a small fraction of what there is out there, um, what's possible. Um, our, our our ignorance is so vast. Just just keeping keeping in mind that as much as we could possibly learn in a lifetime. Uh, is just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, I think that that's super well said, actually. Yeah, it doesn't mean we don't we, we shouldn't try though. We should definitely enrich our lives with 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 all the uh, knowledge that we can find and all the meaning that we can find. But it's you know everyone is on a, a, their own spiritual journey, and everyone's what 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 might be what might work for one person is not going to work for everyone. One thing I've learned is that the more I know, the less I know. That's very true. In the vast tapestry of human spirituality, the world's major religions have woven all this wisdom, this guidance, these moral principles, and from the ancient teachings of Hinduism to the profound insights of Buddhism to the monotheistic doctrines of Judaism, Christianity, Islam, the philosophies of Taoism, Confucianism, all of these traditions have offered a unique perspective on life, purpose, and morality, but more importantly, all of the people who have practiced these religions or these faiths or these practices have actually learned and lived this. So that's the purpose of this, is for people who have lived these experiences, lived this life, to share a little bit of the wisdom that they've acquired along the way. Greg, is there anything else that you'd like to share with listeners before we sign out? I've really enjoyed talking with you about uh, spirituality. It's It's been it's been uh, useful for me as well. I've, I've learned a lot just by the questions you've asked and what you've evoked. So um, I wanted to thank you for that. You're so welcome. I appreciate you taking time from your busy life, your busy day, and taking the time to talk with me and for all of our listeners to be able to listen. This concludes another episode of Baoism Unveiled. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe, rate, leave a review, all the usual stuff. And remember, whether you're a Taoist or you're simply curious about the diverse world of spirituality, the journey continues. So until next time, embrace the wisdom, find your rocks, live in harmony, and be happy.
to subscribe to the Bowism newsletter and our podcast, this one, at bowism.substack.com. That's B-A-O-I-S-M.substack.com. Stay connected as we continue unveiling the diverse facets of Bowism, and we keep featuring captivating guests like our friend Quanta. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Embrace joy, celebrate diversity, and uncover the beauty of Bowism. Be happy. Be happy.